I feel like these lights are flickering to uh, this beat. <laughs> like we're on a we're on a show right now. I didn't even. Yeah, I was like. We are in a horror movie. The lights are flickering, just waiting for someone to come in and kill us with a battle axe. Cause they use battle axes. Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we welcome you to this realm of eternity. Oh. Forever. Realm of eternity forever. Dun, dun, dun. Yay. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, Cochran. Happy Thursday. I thought you were going to call me something derogatory. <laughs> Happy Thursday, cock. Sucker. Yeah, you cock mongrel. Yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Uh, I don't know either. Yeah. But Co- cockmonger would be like someone who's, you know, one who really deals with cocks. Okay. there's a fishmonger, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay. Cock All right, yeah. Monger. Yeah, yeah, you're a cockmonger. Yeah, I take yeah. that as a compliment. You're welcome. I guess. Means I'm really fluent in cocks. Well, the thing is, you're not not fluent in them. Right? Right. Cool. Nice. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to all of you. Guys, we are here at Elephant and Castle once again. Our home away from home. Yeah. If you, I feel like, I feel like some of you have come down to Elephant and Castle. Mm. I'd like to think that there's definitely some of you who haven't, mm. and we'd like to remedy that. Mm-hmm. So here's what we're offering: come down to Elephant and Castle. They have specials. Mm. Doug, tell us about the specials. Good. I'm so glad you asked. Oh, we have daily happy hour specials. We're all appetizers. Also known as a snack and share. That are $11 or less or more. I don't know. One of the twos that deals with $11 is half price. Right. Right. So happy hour every day. You also have daily specials starting on Monday. You have one and done. Meaning that you get a specially craft beer on tap. It's tapped and they pour it until it's gone. You want to be able to pick the keg up and throw it at someone. And you can't do that unless it's empty. Unless and you're so a pussy. That's, it's a team game. Yes. You drink, you help each other finish the keg, and then someone throws it at someone else. And then we win. Yes. It's only $3 a glass, so get down here and fucking do it. Yes, and it's actually, they usually have a really cool, uh, like you said, like a craft or specialty brew, so that mm. it, is a, it is a fun one. Mm. $3 a pint, come on. And then on Tuesdays, you have Tin Up Tuesdays. Justin, what is a tin? Well, a tin is what Michael Caine would call an aluminum container. Of there we go. It's a can of beer. And those are 25% off. I don't know what happened with my accent, but we're going to keep going. <laughs> you got wine down Wednesdays. So you got half off all bottles of wine and a dollar off glasses of wine. So for you wine people, check it out. Thursdays is goosed out Thursdays, meaning that all goose drafts uh, are 25% off. I think it's also bottles, too. 25% off. Uh, yes, drafts and bottles, 25% off. And then there's brunch on the weekends for you brunch bastards. Uh, there's also uh, Bloody Marys and mimosas for $5 each on those sweet, sweet weekends. And we record uh, the Best Bar Podcast here every Sunday, and every time we come in to record it, there are people lined up at the bar, mimosas all the way down. 
So they, they got some good stuff here. I'm you just might saying. say it's a buffet of mimosas. That's true. Except they're $5 each, and it's not all you can drink. Right, and it's not a buffet, but you can no. order them, and they're tasty. Yes. Yes. Also, uh, if you do come in and uh, order a goose, um, every pint of goose sold. I'm sorry, you order a goose. You just order a goose and see Christmas what happens. Christmas goose. Yes. It is a it's a it's British a joint. British, so Christmas goose. Order on a Christmas goose. Yes. Um, no, but if you come in, every pint of Goose Island that you order, fifty cents goes to America Scores Chicago, which is a really cool uh, program helping underprivileged youth in Chicago. So uh, drink for the kids. Drink and for drink the for children. Y- and drink for yourself. Yes. One for one for you. One for the kids. Do it for the children. That's right. Doug, how are you? I'm oh, I'm a little tired. I was Can say, you tell? I, you're you're a little you're a little slap happy. Today. Oh yeah. boy, I was up too late last night. What were you, what were you doing? I was playing a game called it, called Frostpunk. Is it a new one? Kind of. Yes, yeah. I think it came out in the last couple of weeks. But new for you? New for me? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I started playing it. I'm like, this is stressful and depressing. I don't know how I'm going to deal with it. And then I waited a week and I came back to it. And I'm like, let's try this again. Uh, is it a, depress- a depressing game? It is. Oh. It deals with the end of the world. And you are in charge of the last colony on the planet. You're very, like, dramatic bravado tonight. <laughs> I know. Get over it, folks. It's happening. Uh, essentially, you are in charge of the last colony. Okay. Uh, you found a generator, and essentially, the world is frozen over. What happened to the world? Uh, nobody knows. Shit started going to hell in a frost basket. Okay. And so you are there to maintain control of everyone. You want to keep the discontent low. You want to keep the hope high. You want to make sure that people don't get sick so they don't die. That was a rhyme that I didn't intend. But as you know, all good things must end. Uh, I'm going to walk the fuck out. Woo! Okay. Uh, So basically you're in charge of this. There's a giant generator and you have to keep the generator going with coal. You have to supply yourself with wood. Okay. You got to supply yourself with food. And you kind of have to think like two steps ahead. Like if you're dealing with a problem that's immediate, you're probably going to get fucked in a turn or two when something comes down the road. So you really have to plan in advance. So it's a very heavily heavy strategy game. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I was trying to do it on normal. I just kept getting fucked over. So I'm like, fine, I hate to do this, but I'll drop it down to easy. And I've gotten to, I think, the end part of the game, which is really cool. Um, It's really fun. It's significantly high. I mean, the fact that you couldn't get past, you, you could not get past it. I'll probably go back and try it again, but the problem is just that at some point, um, again, the goal is to make sure people don't get sick. Because okay. if they're sick, they can't work, and if they're not working, they're not getting resources. Is this like a updated Oregon Trail kind of thing? Eh, you got to keep people kinda. forge ahead and keep people healthy and shit. Well, yeah, because I mean, as you know, again, and if they get gravely ill, then basically they're not doing anything. And then also, if they're working uh, at you know the different plants and stuff like that, they can get or they get too cold and they're working when it's too cold, they get frostbite, and you can. <clears throat> there's a bunch of different things you can do, like you can ampute, amputate them. Yeah. And then later on, you can research prosthetics so they can still work with prosthetics. Interesting. You can put the children to work if you want to do that. Or there's a lot of different things you can do that will kind of affect the outcome. Yeah. And the goal is to keep people happy while also dealing with the problem. So you got to make decisions that make sense long term. Is this a never-ending game or is there a goal? No, there's definitely an end, end point where like it gets so cold that they're like, all right, so this massive storm is coming and we have to stockpile shit. We're going to see if we can make it a week in this storm. And it's, it's, when it gets cold, it's really bad. But you can also research different things to make your generator more efficient. Sure. And things like that. You can be more efficient in a lot of things that you do. You can create automa, uh, automa, uh, automatons, I think is what it's called. Automations. So there's okay. giant robots that will go and do the work 24 hours a day. Ah, okay. But they're not as efficient as people. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, but you can get 24 hours of work exactly. out of Exactly. And they're very expensive to make. Okay. But if you have enough of them, then you can constantly 
do work no matter what. But what is the is the end goal to survive this big storm that's a week long? I don't know. I'll let you know when I beat it. Because <laughs> it just, I mean, because then it, my in my head, I'm like, great. So you survived a week. Oh, now it's what? more than that. Like you, I at this point, I think I'm 35 days in. Uh, okay. And everything, and then they're like, but hey, is the world supposed to like get better? Uh, probably not. Okay. So there really is no end to this game then. Well, there is. It's probably going to be a sad ending, but. So, okay, so it sounds to me then like the game is you just play it until you ev- ev- eventually die. Mm-hmm. Like it is, but the question is unavoidable. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out when uh, if I can beat it, what uh, what happens. And, uh, you but can go how to- are you beating it? What is there to beat? I don't I'm just get saying, the goal. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't made it through the, the <laughs> I storm. Get the I haven't goal. made it through the storm. I don't know what's on the other side, Justin. I need to get to, to the other end. I'll let you know. I need to know now. And there's two routes. You can go, you can go religious or you can go order. Order is kind of like fascist. Religious is like religious. It always starts out benign. Like, you know, the order is like, hey, let's 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 put up some guard stations to make sure that we're all protected. Or, right. hey, let's meet every morning. And then it leads down to, hey, build a propaganda center and, uh, you know, Christ. make people sign a pledge of loyalty. <clears throat> and you can have, like, uh, basically a prison where you can re-educate people. You can create the new world order and stuff Holy like fuck. that. It's, okay. it's pretty intense. But I'm like, hey, I got to control that discontent because people are stealing shit and they're putting graffiti up there. They're ruining my my world. So we'll beat them. And send them out into the cold. Well, they'll die. But that also sucks too because if you God if you damn. banish people, that's someone that doesn't that can't work for you. Right. And every place that you build has to have people working. So it's kind of uh, stressful See, when I first started doing it. I was gonna say like that's that's my, been my thing with these types of games mm-hmm. since you and I <laughs> became friends. Mm-hmm. Every time you describe a game like this, I'm like. I have enough to worry about in my real life, getting through day to day and week to week and month to month. Why would I want to stress myself out more with a video game? Mm-hmm. I, I've never understood. Same thing like with The Sims and mm-hmm. like going back to early, sure. you know, a Tamagotchi. Yeah. Did not understand. I'm like, I don't want one more thing to take care of. I don't yeah. get the I don't get the draw of these games. Yeah. Like what is for you, what is the draw of a game like this? What I, does it satisfy? I for love you? strategy games. I love sort of management games being efficient. Um, I, I like more of like something like a civilization where you're building up your civilization, uh, you're building armies, you can either win by diplomacy or war or uh, uh, research and things like that. I'm always a big fan of those sorts of things. Uh, there's another one called uh, Craft the World, where you basically have dwarves, and you're trying to find uh, in each level, which can take up to 20 hours, depending on how long you go, and there's a lot of levels. Yeah. You have to mine, you have to build stuff, you have to protect your dwarves, you kind of also customize your place, so it's almost like Minecraft to a degree, but you're basically managing and being efficient with that sort of stuff, so Practical Doug just loves that. Sure. Just, <clears throat> Do you find that it actually helps you in, are you able to glean anything off that that you can translate into your real life? Um, I, for me, it's good at like decision making okay. and sorts of things where it's like, okay, I this is my overall goal. How do I get there? And what sort of obstacles pop up in the middle? Okay. Like, for example, um, craft the world. Uh, as I'm trying to do stuff, and uh, every night monsters attack. Okay. So I have to make sure that my dwarves have a good enough defenses set up and strong enough, and that they're well equipped so that they can go and fend off those monsters while they're still mining into the earth trying to find what I need to find. But then it's also like, ooh, I need resources, so i got to mine wood up top on the top of the land, but I also need minerals like iron and gold and silver and titanium, or mithril, I'm sorry, uh, further in the ground, but I have to spend time like, what's the easiest way to get there? Should I build a railway system or should I build an elevator? So for me, it's the idea of trying to take a look at these complex situations, figure out the best and most efficient way through it. Yeah. 
Because you can do it a number of ways. Sure. You can also be like over the top with like your house that you build. Right. You can make it like a goddamn fortress. So it's got so no one gets in. You've got like turrets and catapults and electric firing things. Like it's it's insane the kind of stuff that you can build for it. Um, you can also set up these animals like your pets that will attack on your <clears throat> behalf to kind of. So I kind of appreciate the the idea of sort of what how how can I do this as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and how can I do it as efficiently as possible? Because I feel like I can take that into my real world where I'm like, all right, what do I need to do right now? And how do I do this? Something as simple as mowing the lawn. Right. It's like, all right, what's the best way, most efficient way to mow this lawn? I'm still kind of figuring it out right now. So you I'm set like, up turrets, obviously. Like, turrets, obviously. I got to make sure that everything's well, well created. I right. got to get some, you know, some mithril. Right. Build my armor. Naturally. Get a mithril blade on right. the on the mower to make sure it cuts through even the the thickest of grass thickest on the wettest of, the, of days. Of the weeds. Um. So it's one of those things where I, um, you know, I, I think I can apply this. Obviously, work. It's like, what's the most efficient way to get this done? Yeah. What do I need to do? Who do I need to loop in? So I, I feel like there's an application. The, the negative side is like you are doing this on a regular basis. It's just a, you know, a, kind of a smoke screen as to what, you know, I'm doing is the same thing, but it seems more enjoyable to me for some reason. I, could, I guess I could dig that. I just, yeah, for me, I've, I'm always like, anytime that I wanted to pick up a video game and play, I'm like, just give me a first person shooter. Yeah. Give me a puzzle game. Sure. Like something to, like, I don't want to have the, <laughs> the last thing I want to do is come home from solving problems for people yeah. and like managing, like, and manage something else sure. I'm like i don't want to do that i yeah you know you're a, well how much how happy is everyone how much money do i have here do yeah. i have to this i'm just like i, I it's enough that can get stressful. i want to check out i just want to check out with like happiness games. and stuff like that yeah. like that's what's tough about frostpunk is because <clears throat> yeah. it's cold in my shack and now i'm getting sick build more medical places uh we're not happy because this is happening and it's right. like well fuck off i'm doing the best that i can <laughs> <laughs> How come you don't research this? How about you get to fucking work so I can get the resources so I can, you right. dick? Um, you know, it's a lot of... It can get stressful. That one especially can get uh, stressful. Yeah. But I've also been playing Tabletop Simulator again. Nice. Uh, which is nice. great. Uh, I uh, got to play some a Dungeons & Dragons board game with uh, my brother and one of his friends, which I absolutely love to no end. Yeah. It's so cool. Tabletop Simulator, for those of you who don't know, is an actual... It's all in the name. It's a tabletop gaming simulator on Steam. It's literally like a board game. It's really simulator. fucking cool. It's really cool. And it I've, seems... it's From simple stuff is like playing poker... Right. ...to playing checkers to elaborate actual board games that people have either probably unlicensed and illegally have ported in or sure. things that you can actually buy right. that are licensed from the games like and literally Settlers play. of Catan. Yes. You can play, like you said, D&D. You can yeah. Play, yeah. There's a Zombicide. There's Zombies. Uh, there's a whole bunch of shit on there. Yeah. And I love it because it's literally the game is set up like you have it on a, on a table and you actually click and you move your pieces on the board. Right. It's not like the game does it for you. You are literally doing it. And this is probably one of the few things I would love to do in VR. Because oh, it's VR man. capable, so you can sit down. That'd be sick. And the D&D one, the guy who made this is it is amazing. Because he actually made it so you can do atmospherical stuff. So you can click on a button and create fog oh, around the board. That's cool. You can have rain come down and snow. That's cool. Which I love. He actually has a digital iPod. So you can actually, he has music loaded in there, like cinematic music. So if Get you want to add some out. like intense music to the, to the dungeon, you can do that, which is really cool. There's a clock there in real time so you can see what time it is. Like I've never time. played D&D, but that 
I feel like I would actually give that a shot. And that thing is, it's not full on D and D. It's it's still limited to board games, but it's awesome because there's four characters. You can actually technically play with two people. One person who's the dungeon master, and one person plays as all the characters. But it's more fun with more people. Of course, and yeah. uh, each of those characters has some set stuff. So it's not full on like create a character and do all that sort of stuff. Right. But that is a it's a fun way of doing that. Uh, like. If it's like, oh, people can't, I, you know, my brother lives in Missouri and his other friend lives in Missouri and my brother's got a friend that lives up in uh, Michigan. It's like we can all get together and play board games yeah. online and I fucking love that so yeah. much. It's so cool. That's really, And the one of the coolest parts is that you, uh, and you showed me this when, when, I, oh. when I looked at it, you can actually flip the table, which is hysterical. Yeah, you Like can. legitimately hand under the table and flip it and pieces go everywhere. Mm-hmm. The table falls over. And they don't come back. And they don't come back. So, real important thing, uh, when you host a game, make sure you uh, uncheck that box to make sure people can't do that. Because one of Dave's friends came in immediately and goes, how do I flip the table? I'm like, oh, you can't do that. I uh, made sure you can't. And once we saved it, he, my brother goes, let him flip it. I go, okay. And he goes, because this thing has a ton of shit on the board. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. Uh, okay. Because if he, if he were to have flipped it, you literally would have to, that game's trashed. You have to start all over, set it all up by hand. And, and I'm 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 smart enough to basically like I will create the levels and save it so it's like in a starting point. You've got templates. So, so I have yeah. templates built. But the thing is with that game too is like as you get items and things, it stays with you. So like once we've sort of completed an adventure, I save it. Yeah. So all the stuff's where it needs to be. So then you can kind of fuck around and do whatever. <laughs> but it's a fascinating like what a great concept. I'm really into board games right now. Like I got a giant boner. For board games, like. well, there's that whole fucking uh, oh. your your uh, orgasm land yeah. out in out in your neighborhood. Fair now. game out in Downers Grove. Uh, I'm going to be going there this week. My brother's coming into town, and we are going to. You guys I are have, gonna you're gonna spend uh, your entire paycheck. There's a game there called Five Minute Dungeon that I want to get that looks amazing. Uh, there's another one that's called Mountains of Madness. There's another one called Spirit Island. I don't know if I'm gonna get all of those, um, but I'm very much into like people versus the board. If I wish you guys could have seen that because as Doug was talking about it, he just started scratching himself like he had like heroin itches. Like he's just like, I gotta, and then maybe this other game. I don't know if I'm gonna get this one. You I probably, gotta. They probably heard me scratching. Board game, so board game, board game. So loud. <laughs> but also when you said like that place on, I don't know if you saw me, but I grabbed both sides of the table. And I was like, oh, like I lost control of my bowels. You really do fucking like, love yeah, this, but, man. I, I'm so excited because I also have that escape room game, which I've just left. I have not played it. I want to play it, but I was like, <sighs> but I know if I, the thing is like once I play it, it's done. I can't go back and play it again because oh, I right. know everything, but I'm like, I want to play that so bad. <laughs> I'm just like so excited and I'm trying to find a way to work that into work and be like, let's take an hour yeah. and let's do this Yeah, because we never do this sort of stuff anymore. I just, what do you think it is about board games that, that draws you so much? Oh, for me, it's, it's A, the game, but B, a lot of it is the company. Like, there is something special about having a really good time. Because that's the thing. If you have a shitty person, they'll ruin it. Like, I've played... I mean, Monopoly's ruined a lot of relationships, just like Risk has. Yeah. But I remember playing uh, Monopoly with someone, you know, when I was in college. And uh, this girl... uh, It was this guy and his girlfriend and with someone else, and we were playing. And this girl... um, I forget what it was, but she basically was losing. So she ended up just like giving all of her stuff to her boyfriend, which gave him a significant advantage. Sure, I was like, yeah. It's like you. That's shitty. That sucks. Yeah. Or my brother was playing a game of risk one time, which ended in a fist fight uh, where Jesus Dave was like in second place. <clears throat> and, he was, and there was a guy that was in last and there was no way he was going to win. But just out of spite, he attacked my brother. Mm-hmm. And brother was like, why would you do that? That doesn't make any sense. Right. And the guy's like, because I want to. And that basically escalated to where the game board flipped over 
and uh, punches were thrown. They did. They did a table flip too. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing is like that's no fun. You're right. Play with someone who's an asshole. Like I've seen this uh, article floating around. It's like how to win every time at Monopoly. I'm like Monopoly's a broken game. Oh, absolutely. Monopoly's fine, but it's a broken game. Like there's so many better games to play than Monopoly. Yeah. And by the way, um, the strategy is not very complex. It's basically like get as many Monopolies as you can, ideally the uh, cheapest ones, and then just use all the houses so that people, because there's a limited another, a number of houses, like just yeah. use up all the houses. Yeah. And then don't build hotels. Just keep all the houses and then people can't get them and statistically you're going to win. Game over. It's I'm like, yeah. that's not fun. Yeah. That's not fun at all. Like it's so, and now that, that relies heavily on, on chance. Yeah. And trading. Like you're going to have to trade to get that sort of stuff and people just be like, oh, Here's a monopoly. I'll take nothing in return. It's like, it's not that you're not going to win every time. I'm not going to lie to you. I've played Monopoly probably three times in my life. Really? Yeah. And I, I, everyone talks about it as if it like they were like that was the game of their like they all played it so hardcore and all you know you know grandma you know fucked us over them and like yeah. I've never really sat down and like dug into Monopoly. I've never had the interest oh, to do so. I used to have Monopoly on Nintendo. <laughs> Really? And I would play that all the time. Good Lord. Okay. And I, my brother and I would play it. And it was one of those things where it's so funny because I remember playing with Jill. And Jill used to get so mad because she'd be like, she said I was too aggressive, which is funny because I'm not aggressive. But she said I would never trade with her. I'm like, well, you got to understand that and not all monopolies are equal. Right, right. She loved the green properties, which are basically super expensive ones next to Boardwalk and Park Place. Yeah. She always loved those. So if I had one, she'd always want to trade for it. I'm like, okay, but I'll give you this. And she's like, but I'll give you, you know, Monopoly, which is like the light blue ones on the crap town, like <laughs> the crappy side of town. I was like, no, you're going to have to, you're, I'm going to, you're going to give me that. And I'm also going to take a railroad, right. possibly something else. She's like, but I'm giving you a Monopoly. I'm like, yeah, it's a shitty one. Yeah. Yours is worth more than mine. So not all properties are created equal. So I want more. Right. And she would always just be like, "Man, you're impossible to trade with." I'm like, "No, this is this is how it needs to be done." This is literally the point of yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was always kind of aggressive in that. But the thing with Monopoly is like it's fun for about the first maybe three or four turns. Yeah, and then after that, it's like the thing that sucks about Monopoly is once there's a clear winner, it's fun for the winner, but it sucks for everybody else. And it just drags the fuck because there's a yeah. defining moment in the game where someone is like obviously there, and the winner, the guy that's winning, is gonna be like, "Hey, we should keep." Right, right. It's super fun to watch people land on your shit and you take everything. Right. You just, For everyone your stacks else, start growing. You're just rolling the dice going like, please, God, don't land on it. And right. you do and you're like, fuck. You know, and it's just, it's really right. shitty. And, and, and that's why I'm like, it's a broken game. And I think that's why I've enjoyed, like, I've, I've played broken games. Age of Mythology is another one. Okay. It's uh, based on a computer game called Age of Empires. That Also, they had a computer game called Age of Mythology. And I love Greek mythology, Norse mythology, yeah, yeah. Egyptian it's based around that. That game's fucking broken, but I remember getting it in college and playing it with my friend Colby. Yeah. And we would, that was like, hey, I'm coming back home. Get out Age of Mythology so and get your, your family. Let's fucking play. That was your guys' jam. And it was exhausting. Again, broken beyond all belief. Yeah. It was like, it got me to the point where I'm like, we, I can't really play this anymore because it's too broken for me to be it able got, to. Just, it, was, it was more infuriating than anything else. It wasn't infuriating. It just it was excessively, like, the, the setup was exhausting. And yeah. then, like, the game, like, if two people decide to fight each other, like, I'm going to attack you. If there's a third person playing, they got up and went somewhere else. Yeah. Because it could take forever. And then when you're done, you're like, all right, what were we doing? <laughs> because it really just comes down to rolling dice, which is fine, but it's like, okay, 
I'm going to attack you, and my attack card's five. So that means that you get to choose five people, and I get to choose five people, and then we're going we're gonna to duke it out. Yeah. And then I would be like, all right. I w- we kind of decide at the same time which character, which character we're going to use, and then we put down our cards, and then we'd roll the dice, and only sixes count. So it's like, you know, if I use my human, uh, so it's like it's rock, paper, scissors, really. Yeah. So like cavalry is good against archers. Archers are good against soldiers. Soldiers are good against cavalry. Sure, sure. So that's the simplistic thing. But then you get mythological creatures. And it's like, oh, shit. There's like Medusa. And Medusa wins all ties, which is a very kind of broken character. Right, but yeah, what yeah. It is. And then you've also got heroes who are good against mythological characters. So they would get bonus dies right. against them. But the thing I loved about that game is there were times where – one of us beat the odds, and it was incredible. And I had these incredible cinematic moments. Like, it was just a lonely fucking spear guy against a fucking Cyclops. Yeah. And the Cyclops gets to roll 13 dice. Jesus. With his special ability. He gets 13 dice. The soldier gets three. Okay. So, t- statistically speaking, Cyclops has a pretty good advantage. Like, when you pull that out, if you have the Cyclops, you're like, fuck yeah. You're like, bam. Yeah. yeah. And... I watch, and the guy out of 13 dice only rolls two sixes. So, again, pretty powerful yeah. considering what, you know, the, 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 the lowly human soldier only gets three dice. Yeah. That person rolled three sixes. <laughs> and I was like, can you imagine this moment? This soldier sees the Cyclops. Right. He's dodging. When I'm, I'm talking, like, he's dodging. Like, he takes yeah. a spear, stabs the motherfucker in the eye, right. and then just guts him. I was like, there's no way he should have won that. And we all celebrated. Even the person who lost the Cyclops, was like, we were no like, way. we were like, what? And that's what I love about that sort yeah. of stuff is having good people, good company, enjoying those moments, yeah, yeah, yeah. laughing and being like because that's that's why i like people versus the board there's a lot of good games out there we can play against the game as a team and even when i play like the dungeon and dragons board game where i'm the dungeon master i want the heroes to win oh sure yeah i don't want them to lose well that comes back all down to the uh you know the the camaraderie the improv the team building like that's all that's always been your bag and in this yeah yeah, and it's like it's it's a thing where it's like I will obviously like I load the monsters and like when they come into the room I'm going to try to attack them I'm yeah. going to do the most tactical thing but if they beat me I'm like that's cool yeah. like I want them well to done. I want them to earn it I want it to be fun my favorite room is thing is when they walk into a room with traps okay because they can roll to see if there's traps but if they roll a particular thing on the die it's like a hand it means you can't look anymore okay and I don't have to tell them if there's any traps so twice they walk into a room and they roll for traps and each time the very first roll was a hand mm-hmm. so they had no idea where they were and these are base these are basic this is adventure number one nothing really critical is in there but watching them go fuck where do we go what do we how, okay what do you think where do you think I should walk in this room because if they step on it they set it off okay and later on there's insane traps <clears throat> yeah like, oh resurrect the monster you just killed Oh, and it just comes right back yeah, up yeah. or they get uh, paralyzed for a turn or yeah it's like there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens and I'm like I want them to step on it but I also want it I, I want it to make it fun yeah you know I want them to enjoy it and have a blast and I kind of like hosting that sort of stuff and see I, I the games that I used to get down on like were all and I, I probably would get down on new school games too because the ones that you had me play mm-hmm. I've, I've very much enjoyed like the Spyfall oh Spyfall was, so much fun. was a blast and then what was the, the Mysterium Mysterium that one was amazing that was super fun mm-hmm. and then what was the other one um, Settlers Catan no, no, Settlers of Catan obviously was I, I love that one that one's, mm-hmm. that one's old that one's that one's been around for a while oh, but I only yeah. just got into it like three years ago no but there was one that we played at Vellucci's old place uh was um 
<clears throat> it was like zombie ridden where you all were trying to. Oh, zombies? Was it just called zombies? I think it's called zombies. Okay, yeah. That that one was fun too. Yeah, where you basically are building out and you have your survivors and you can either yeah, hunt yeah, the zombies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that one's so yeah. much fun but, because that one's good to see if couples will capitulate. At yeah. the end of the night, because at some point it's all it's everyone for themselves. Exactly. Yeah. You, see each you other start fucking off, each other but over. it starts to then starts fraction. off. People are like, "Oh, cool. What's this card do? I don't know." As soon as the helicopter comes down, people are like, "Fuck you!" Right. Fuck you! I'm getting my fucking ass to the chopper. Oh, are you in a building? We'll fill it full of zombies, right. motherfucker. Drop your hand. You're frozen in place. Ice made the zombies like that much tougher. Fuck you! Right. In terms of this massive gauntlet, usually it's the last person you suspect that's going to win. Yeah, absolutely. It's so absolutely. Much fun. So like those games were a blast, but the games that I used to get into were like the old school like i loved i loved shoots and ladders mm -hmm. absolutely love like that's the kind of board games sorry yeah loved sorry like those are the kind of board games those that are I remember classics playing. the ones one of my favorite ones was guess who oh right yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why but i fucking i could have played round after round after round my anytime my cousins would come over for a uh like thanksgiving or something like that yeah. it'd be like you guys want to play guess who yeah just bust that shit out i had travel guess who oh, and regular so guess awesome. who it was i fucking love that game and then one of my favorite games was, um, was it called Gestures? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you had, it's it like was, charades. it was a, it was like a clapperboard, mm, like a, a movie yeah. clapperboard and you had cards set up and you would yes. put the, the, the hand down and it was a timer. Yep. You had the card sitting up and you had to get them to guess the card before it fell through yep. the clapperboard. Yeah. You had to take that them out. One was, that one was a blast. That was, I love yeah. anything that's charades type. Yeah. yeah. Always, that's why there was a game called Cranium. Which I think yeah, we played I once remember, at yeah. that uh, that bar place. I think we did. We played Cranium at over there. Uh, Guth. Was it Guthrie's? I think so. Was it Northside? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's a great one because it does both like draw with your eyes closed, right, right. Like make something out of play doh. Uh, there's the word one, and there's also the factoids. Yeah, like, it was very. Or you had to impersonate somebody. Or yes. Yeah. You yeah. had to hum a song. And all the time I was like, oh, fuck, I'm terrible at right. that stuff. It's like impersonate this person. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. What was the accent game that we played? Was, oh, that, was that Valucci's game or was oh, that yours? It was. I thought it was Sam's. Oh, it might have been Sam's. That's right. I think oh, it was. It was. Uh, God damn it! What's it called? Uh, shit! I cannot remember the name of it. But it was basically it had it brought out you. You had a phrase. Mm -hmm. Everyone had cards, mm -hmm. and you had a specific phrase, and you flipped over your card. No, I'm sorry. Reverse it. You you eat. Everyone had individual phrases, and then you flipped over a card, and it mm -hmm. had an accent, mm -hmm. and everyone had to read their phrase. In a specific ac a specific accent, mm -hmm. and it was hysterical. And was, some of them were like, you know, you had like Italian or Japanese or whatever. But then some of them were like whisper, like yeah. a whisper accent or a horny accent or, or, or an a, orgasm or an orgasm accent, which was real funny. <laughs> and that, so that's the kind. Yeah, I love any 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 type of game where you get to pimp someone out. I think oh, yeah. that's the kind. I I really like those games. Yeah, because it was kind of a cross uh, between like. Apples to apples and uh, cards, cards against, against humanity yeah. in a sense because you basically got to choose who you thought did the best. Yeah, yeah. And it was really, really funny to see that. So we laughed really hard. My God, we were in stitches. Oh, that was yeah. so much fun. See, that's the fun stuff too. It's yeah. like those those are great moments. Like for me, the, the thing about board games is it just brings people together. Yeah. And I love like just having those times. Like when. My thing is whenever anyone ever is ever over, I'm always like kind of itching. I'm kind of like whatever, and I just kind of look around. I'm like I'm gauging the energy of the room, and I try to find you the right really time. Fucking love it. And I'm like, so do you guys want to play? Like, you know, I'm like, especially if that's the plan. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. We're gonna eat and talk and catch up. Okay, but now, like, we gotta do this now because I know how long this is gonna take. 
And I want to see if maybe we can get two games in, maybe. I don't know, man. Like, we got to get started. I like, love how much of a it, – it's very little kid-esque yes. where you're just like, okay, when can I ask? Can we do it now? Guys, can we play? Can we play, now? guys? How yeah. about now? Can we do it now? How about now? And it's just like – or if it's even if it's unplanned, I'll yeah. kind of look around. I'm like, so uh, – You guys ever heard of the game you guys, uh You guys interested in maybe uh, playing a game? Yeah. And it, it always turns into a hard sell because Jill is always like, no. Her initial thing is no. She – and the thing is – I'm very smart. It's kind of like recommending a movie to her. I'm only going to recommend something that I know that she will even... I wouldn't even recommend something I knew she wouldn't like. I wouldn't force her to do like, right, hey, right. you should play Dungeons & Dragons board game. She would not enjoy that. Right. It's not fun. And you know that. Yeah. But my favorite one was when I set up uh, Settlers of Catan, and she just looked at it, and she goes, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> For I, those, if you've never played Settlers of Catan, just Google an image of Settlers of Catan setup mm-hmm. and just look at how much fucking goes into setting this thing it's up. It's really not much, but when you don't know what it is, I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, ugh. Yeah. But it's really very basic. Well, I remember when you brought it over to our place yeah, and some... we were getting like st- like food ready or drinks or something and you were you were meticulously at our table just like <laughs> getting the damn thing set up and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And you're yeah. like, okay, here's all these, and here's the roads, and here's the... Th-. I'm like, oh, my God. You're like, uh... Okay. I was like, what did I just agree to? But then it was fucking amazing. It was great. Also, because you won. Because I won. You also beat that ass <laughs> in that game. Beat that ass. And the thing is, like, I try to make sure that also when I present a game that I, I'm i like, you don't have to worry about it. I'm going to guide us through this. I'm going to host you through this right, as right. best as possible. Like, I, t- I take that burden on. So if I have it, I'm like, I'm going to make sure cross to I'm going to watch YouTube videos. I'm going to look at all the stuff because I want to make sure that when we play, it's as seamless as possible because yeah. there's nothing worse than going, pulling out the instructions and oh, going, wait God. a minute. Um, huh. It just ruins the that's flow a, of the that game. That is a huge buzzkill. Yeah. That's like, in, that's like <laughs> you're doing, you get in foreplay. Yeah, right. And all of a sudden you're like, well, hold on. Let me, let me just put on the right song. Yeah. And you go onto your phone and you start check Like it's... Yeah, it, it takes or, you out of that sexy mood. Or you're in the middle of doing stuff, and all of a sudden goes, hold on, I need to go blow my nose. Right. Because they're constantly going, oop, I got to pee. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. And you're just like, ah, this is really kind of ruining the flow right I now. I don't like this. Yeah. So for me, it's like I will buy a game, and then I will research it, and then at some point I want to beta test it to some degree. Usually I'll do it on my own. I like, I'll pull it out. I'll, I'll set it all up. I fucking love There's it. another one I don't think we played called Machi Koro. Which I love. And the same thing is like I was setting up and Jill's like, what the fuck are you doing over there? I'm like, I'm setting up Machi Koro. And she's like, okay. And I was like. <laughs> I would just laugh if when oh. you said that, she walked upstairs, walked back downstairs with the packed suitcase and go, I'll be at my mother's. She goes, this is my uh, my board board game bag. Right. And I'm out of here. Natalie and I will be staying at my sister's house. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll let you know how it is. All right, bye, Jill. But I'm proud to say that I have so oblivious to you. Like, okay, bye. (laughs) I've never steered her wrong. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. And 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 she knows that. Well, the thing is, you have you have built up credibility, and you know that you cannot squander that lest lest you do. And she says no to playing any other board games. There are plenty of games that I would love to get that I'm like, I don't know who I could even. I'm like, maybe I can convince you to do it. But even you then, you can convince me to do most. You're board usually games. willing to like, hey, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, like there's, you know, there's that one that the epic two hundred dollar game called yes. Gloomhaven, which I'm like, maybe the the one that you t- I think, I don't know if it was on the podcast or not, but you had me convinced it was a it was an S and M game or something. Oh, I don't know what game that was, but do you remember that you were? I I thought it was the one you're like, oh, it's like two hundred dollars, <laughs> and like there's like real blood packets, and like it was like you had you had this whole giant Comes thing with costumes. Yeah, and I was like, know. really? That yeah. sounds. All right, I guess if you're into it, because <laughs> that's the thing is like I'd love to have a, a regular thing, but that's also what I like about Tabletop Simulator is right. you know I can get people to play that, 
We can figure that stuff you out. Can do it remotely too. Do which it remotely. Is nice. But the same thing too is that it's it is hard to. Um, you know, obviously digitally do all that sort of stuff. Sure. Not. There's something yeah. about having it like physically there. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is why I'm looking forward to hopefully setting up a monthly uh, day at my house uh, where people come by and we play board games because yeah. I'm, I'm into it. Because I, again, I keep it's so, I was so happy to find that tabletop uh, shop because I was going in there going, I want you and I want you. <laughs> like when I was younger, I used to be like, oh, cool, we're going to Toys R Us. What yeah. do I want in here? And then it was like, oh, cool, let's go to this video game store. What do I want in here? And then it was like, ooh, the CD store. And for the longest time, I'm like, why the fuck are we in the mall? What are we doing here? There's nothing here that I want. Right, right. And now I'm like, oh, there's a board game store? Why don't. Uh, well, hello there. Or, hey, let's go to the bookstore because sometimes they have board games in there. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, what do we got here? Side question Do you have a shopping mall out by you? I'm sure. There, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there is. A strip mall, but I didn't feel like, like a mall are, proper. I think there is a mall. Have I you mean, been? You haven't no, been there? No. I'll be curious to know when you first go there. I feel like malls are when when Natalie first wants to go to Claire's or something. Uh, this is going to sound. This is going to sound really awful. Uh, and to anyone out there that is or has a child that is doing this, I mean no disrespect, but I hope more than anything that Natalie is not a dancer. Not, really? Not like that's an odd. Thing. Not like ballet. Because um, don't get me wrong, I respect dancers greatly. Okay, but I don't like the culture of dancing with kids and teenagers. You sound like the movie Footloose right now. <laughs> I don't like dancing in my town. No dancing in this town. Because the thing is, like, um, it's it's just one of those things where I remember specifically Jill and I went to um, Disney World mm-hmm. one time, and they were having like the dance competitions there and i just remember seeing all the dance parents you know when you say you know what so like what kind of dancing do you mean? i don't like, know what it is but the like kids is it hip-hop dan- is it organized dancing or is it just it's like, like the dance team dancing? I, I mean obviously they have some sort of uh dance maybe no it was dance it was the dance competitions because there's also cheerleading which is close by behind in that sort of regard as far as i'm concerned as to what uh you know I really hope Natalie doesn't go down. But I, when it comes to dance, I don't know. Like, they come up with routines. I remember seeing them, like, practicing them in the parking lot. What and don't stuff. you like about it? Um, also, every, how did we get onto this? Uh, you talked about Claire's. Claire's, yeah. I thought about Natalie being a gotcha, okay. you know, girly girl and everything like that. And I was just like, you know, I just... It, it, the thing about it is, like, it's the parents. Um, it's the kids. And I don't know how to say this without being, like, an asshole. So I'm gonna start calling you Reverend Shaw Moore. Uh, who's that, that is that's the guy that's John Lithgow's character from Footloose. Oh. <laughs> Reverend, <laughs> preach it, Reverend Moore. Let me know. Cause I don't know. Tell man. me why the dancing's sinful. Cause the thing is, like you know, I, I uh, my good friend Mandy, she danced in high school, and I 100 supported it. I was like, I remember I would stay during halftime, and I would just be a complete asshole and yell, "Woo, Mandy!" the whole time. That's all I would do. All right, and just to support her because I was like, "This is cool." Um, but the thing was, I I liked them. I like what they did because they went out, they did it, it was good, like, we appreciate it. They didn't make it seem like it's more than what it is. And again, this is where I'm going to start sounding like an asshole. All right. They, they, they put dance on a pedestal, like, like if they're, by dancing, they're somehow curing the diseases of the world, and they should be, and they should be revered <laughs> in a way for which, like, I'm, a, I'm dancing, I'm, I'm competing at Disney World. At, at the Nationals. And you know what? This year, we're going to go for it. And when we're done, as soon as we win, cancer is going to be cured. 
I am. I am. That's how important no, and awesome I am. I am no no joke. I am, and this is not being facetious. <laughs> I am so confused by your logic right here. I I feel like I they, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I desperately want to understand what you're saying. I desperately want to explain it without coming off as it's a complete and utter uh, Neanderthal. But so wait, so so the, I will, dancers have you're saying they have like an unchecked self-importance. The way they approach what they do makes it seem like it's way more important than what it is. I've just, I guess I've just never witnessed that. Well, I, good I'm, for you, Justin. I, you win again. Um, I would equate to the same thing as like, hey, it's fifth grade football and we're going to the Nationals and it's such a big deal. I'm like, no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> or, you know, even at the national level, I'm like, all right, that's kind of a big deal. But like, you know, even at the local level, Does fifth like, grade go to the Nationals? I don't know. Maybe. But it'd be the same thing. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's like, right. oh, he won Nationals. Yeah. For fifth grade, you know, wrestling. Congratulations. Like, you know. You're the number one in fifth grade in the nation, but even then, I mean, like, that's, I guess that's I just never, I've just, I've just never witnessed it. Like, I've, again, I'm I, having a hard time. I think the reason I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around this is because I've, I've not, I've not bore witness to like the, the level that you're talking about. I, I know, I have no doubt that you've experienced it or seen it. I just have a, I have no frame of reference for it. I guess a lot of it. And here we go, let's Reverend just, Moore. Let's, let's do just, it, Reverend Moore. Um, you know, it's just like I see parents where it's like, uh, you know, uh, dance mom or proud parent of a dancer or it's just like they walk around. You know, I remember specifically in Disney World for a couple of days, they were everywhere. These, yeah. these girls. And not only that, dude. And again, I'm trying not to be Reverend James Moore. Shaw Moore. Whatever. Um, but I mean, the outfits that they were in, too, were kind of upsetting to me. And I'm not, I'm not here to, you know, shit on anyone's day. But, I mean, I remember these girls were walking around in the shortest of shorts and just, like, sports bras walking okay. around the park. And I'm just like... Well, how is that any different than a, than a like, a bathing suit, bikini or something? Yeah, I guess it's just like when you go to a park at Disney, you're not walking around in your bathing suit. You know what I mean? You might be. You might be, but in general... Yeah, water park's there. The water park, again, totally acceptable. But this was like Epcot. Right. You know, I'm like... Uh, and they're all they got glitter on them, and I guess what I'm trying to get down to is like I just wanted to walk up to them and be like, nobody cares, but they do. They do, and that's what. And again, that's where I'm <laughs> because they walk around like we're solving the world's problems by dancing, I and I look at them and I, I'm that's like, that's where you lose me. I don't, I, I don't think they think that. There's an attitude about them where it's just like we are changing the world, okay. just like Michael Jackson said. You know, if you want to see the change, if you want to make a change. Be the change. I think I butchered that. Something along the line. <laughs> I love everything that's happening right now. I am probably pissing off a lot of people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel very passionately about this, and I'm trying to. I'm trying to find a way to to speak about it in a way that's not. Because here's the thing. Right. Like, no, I get I, it. I did like a very brief dance class for conservatory in Second City. Oh, did and you? I was extremely impressed. We did okay. a workshop, and I was like, "This is fucking hard." Yeah. This is. Like, like it takes a lot of physical ability to do this. I was very impressed. I was like, this is really cool. Um, ballet, fucking incredible. Hip-hop dancing, very incredible. But I guess I look at it kind of like at such a high level like that that I find it very impressive. Not to say that also these girls aren't working to be in that level. You got to learn. Sure. You got to go along the way. But there's an attitude and there's this okay. sort of culture and the stigma that just sort of just – 
is just pouring out of them okay. to have them walk around in a way where I'm just like, fucking knock it off or take it down a few notches. Like, guys, like, yeah, be a dancer. That's totally cool. Do you have to walk around here? I, I guess that kind of goes back to, like, our sports parents. Like, I don't give a shit that you're like, I'm a football dad. Fuck off. I don't care. Like, that shouldn't be identify your, your life. That okay. should not be your identify. Just live your life and go do that sort of stuff. Did we talk about, in that episode, did we talk about honor roll? No. That's another one. We can I was going to say, like, because, like, so the people who have, like, you know, my kid's an honor roll student, does that piss you off too? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. who fucking cares? And a lot of that was from my parents. Like, they would, they got the bumper sticker. like, hey, Doug, we love you. We're proud of you. We're not, we're not putting this on our car because we don't have to tell the world that you're an honor roll student. We know that. Right. So let me, let me play devil's advocate, please, though. And, please. I've missed and, you, devil's advocate. And go, why? Why does it piss you off? Because so nobody cares, Justin. But nobody cares. Okay, I'm but back. they do. Good like for that's them. the thing. Like they, why are they not allowed to express? They are allowed because this is America. God damn. Here it. we go. <laughs> <laughs> Reverend Shaw Moore says this is America. You can express yourself, just not through fucking but dance. Not in my backyard. Not in my backyard. <laughs> I think there's. There, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I cut you. No, off. no, no. I was just gonna say, like, again, this is you. You are uncomfortable by it. It makes you upset. But they want. They feel such pride that they're like, no, I want to display this. I I feel that I want to put something on my car that says that my kid did something. Mm -hmm. And so that's not. They're not putting it on your property. Mm -hmm. They're not forcing you to listen to a story about it. They're not taking time out of your day. Mm -hmm. They're not hindering you in any way, shape, or form. So why is it bad? This argument seems very similar to the one where we talked about Facebook feeds and why things <laughs> piss me off. That's exactly <laughs> it. I was like, why does this sound so familiar? It's exactly oh, it. It's like the Facebook feed where I'm like, nobody cares. Doug, scroll past. <laughs> Just scroll past. I'm like, no, it's driving me nuts. Um, you know, I, I think what it was, <laughs> the car stuff, like it's such a, and again, this is just my stupid perspective, but I'm like, it's such a lack of humility. Okay. It's just like, <clears throat> bam, we're putting a bumper sticker on that says, my kid is on the honor roll. Woo! And I'm just like, I don't know. For me, I'm like, let's absolutely celebrate that, but I'm not going to do that by going up to strangers, essentially being like, boop, right there, if, honor roll student. If I make a bumper sticker for you, will you? It depends on what it is. It's just going to say, my daughter ate breakfast today. <laughs> <laughs> I might do that. <laughs> just something completely innocuous, like very... Like, uh, okay, very, yeah. very droll. Maybe and, yeah. it's like, <laughs> my daughter, uh, yeah, my daughter pooped. My daughter wears shoes. Yeah. <laughs> my daughter put on her pants today. <laughs> um, but it's also kind of a similar thing where people put, like, the little stick figures of the family on the van. Like, here's a mother, here's a father, right, right. here's this, and here's the dog. There's creative ones, like there's AT-ATs from, uh, you know, Star Wars, <clears throat> and, like, right. little ones, little stormtroopers. I'm like, nobody cares who the fuck rides in your van. In fact, I feel like that's giving away a lot of information. You're letting everyone know that there's two adults, three children, and possibly a dog that's in here at any given time. Right. Why? See, I want to do one that's like, it's got 17 people across. There's like a really old stick, like two old stick figures, for some reason, three full adult stick figures, mm -hmm. and then like 10 children. Mm -hmm. And just like very, it's very confusing. Yeah. Have maybe like a raccoon stick figure. There you go. Like, why does they have a raccoon? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like those things. And I don't know. I'm not happy that they bother me because I'm like, I understand what, what I'm getting mad at is nothing. And it's like yeah. I walk by some stranger's car. You're and I'm still like, like, fuck this. I walk by a stranger's car. I'm like, I don't give a shit. 
how many people you can fit in this van. Like, I don't care. I don't care what your family structure is. I don't care. Like but the the thing that I think is fascinating to me is that it 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 has such an impact on you. It like, does. And right I, now, I, it I, certainly does. I, I just don't understand. Like, like for me, if I see something like that, I'm just like, ah, it's stupid. I just walk by. Like it as quick as I saw it, it's it's out of my head. Mm-hmm. Like, but. It really bothers you. Like you, you feel like you hold on to this. I don't hold on to it because when I slash their tires, I kind of feel like just like the air comes out, it also release is a release for me too. Look, damaging their property is very cathartic for it me. It is. You know, just peeing on the hubcaps. Right. You know, but also unscrewing the caps so they have to go in and screw them back in, knowing full well they're going to touch my pee. Absolutely. All yeah. About it. I like to rub my my balls right on the the handles. Yeah. So they they're grabbing my nuts. That's like yeah, some duck butter on those handles, y'all. Woo woo. <laughs> Sticky nut juice. <laughs> Butter. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like how angry I get over that sort of stuff because it's just it's similar to the Facebook stuff. You have the ability to change how angry you get, Doug. Do I? If you want to make I, the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make the change. There's the quote that I nailed earlier. <laughs> I was like, I, there's going to be another time to bring this up. Like, I know there is. Fuck, I messed that up. I literally was watching Lego Batman the other yeah. day, which I don't know if you've seen that. Not yet, you no. absolutely should. Okay. It, it starts off with that quote. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but instead of saying Michael Jackson, Batman goes, "No, I said that," and it goes, "Boom, Batman." He changed that to him. Yeah. So I literally—that's probably why it popped in my head. But I'm like, I'm going to butcher this. <laughs> still going to go ahead. Still going to do it. Yeah. Still going to nail it. And we knew what it, was, what it was. Yeah, everyone knew what I was talking about. Michael Jackson. I, na- I nailed it. But <laughs> at the end of the day, I, I just—I don't know. I just think. I, I, I think we overshare, and part of it is just the culture that we're in. And it, it, this existed before Facebook. I mean, yeah, it, bumper stickers existed bef- way, well before Facebook and stuff like that. But I just feel like people have to – they feel compelled to share so much about their lives. And part of that, I just look at them, I'm like, do you need to? It's kind of like, hey, anyone can make music nowadays because the technology is so accessible and so cheap. Fair point. But should you? <laughs> You know, it's the long tail theory. I've, you know. heard, I've heard some shit and just saying. The long tail theory basically states that at some point in time, you know, there is going to be an audience for your stuff. Right. Somewhere, somehow, someone will find your, your thing and they'll be like, I like this. This is so niche. I will definitely get it. But that doesn't mean that you should make it. Right. And that's just me probably, again, being an asshole in a sense that, you know, you can absolutely create whatever you want, but you need to consider should you and absolutely when you're done with it, do you think you should share it? Because there's a lot of dog shit out there. Um, and by that same, you know, I was gonna say, speaking of which, I just this guy just came across my radar the other week, and I know I'm late to the game. Anyone under fifteen would know exactly who I'm talking about. Takashi sixty nine. Mm, I don't. Think Sorry, Takashi six nine six nine. Oh, I don't think I. Yeah. Wait, He's, maybe I know. Him. I don't know. Allow me to show you this image here of oh, Takashi six nine six nine six nine. So fine. Oh, this guy. This guy. Yeah, he was He's got on, 69 uh, tattooed on his body whoa. 69 times. That guy looks like a goddamn train wreck. Right? Like that. Oof. Right? Yeah. He's like a he giant. Was, he's a rapper, Instagram celebrity, and this yeah. and that, and the other influencer. This is someone who I'm like, hmm, you can make music. You probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I think he was, uh, Philip DeFranco reported on him recently because uh, there were some allegations that he slept with a minor. Yes, yes, I and I think he's in. Uh, there was some other stuff too. Like he, he's been hit pretty hard in the. Uh, yeah, he's because well, he's a fuck up. Like, yeah. Let's just put it out there. Yeah, yeah. You put a tattoo like that on your face and, and on your belly. I mean, I'd love to see that guy in forty years. It's like what that's what's on your belly. Sixty nine. Nice. Well, it's not just that, Doug. I don't know if you. I don't know <laughs> if you caught this, but look at his arm. Uh, These are all sixty nine. Oh, that's oh boy. 
Again, he's got 69 on his neck, oh, on wow. his chest, on his belly, on his arm. Jesus. He's got it uh, on his face, written out, and also in the numeric. Wow. He's got it on his knuckles over here. It's, I'll say this much. That's consistent branding. I'll tell you, he's really Takashi 69, 68. You know who he is now. Oh, man. Just, right. And the thing is, I look at that, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, I hope you make it. Because if you don't, right. like, what? Well, that's the interesting thing that, so, like, Travis Barker yeah. said this. He's like, the reason I got all these tattoos was because I forced myself to never become a lawyer. <laughs> he's like, no one, he goes, I wanted to get enough tattoos to where no one would hire me, and the only option I had was to make it in music, and I did. Yeah. And he's like, that's, that was my way, that was basically my insurance, where I was like, well, Travis, you got no other option. You better do it. Yeah. And it, he goes, and I did it. So, <laughs> you know, again, to Takashi 6969. Good luck, man. I hope I hope this works out for you. I've got a feeling it's not gonna, but I'll say nowadays people are definitely more accepting of that. But if you've got sixty nine <clears throat> written on your face, especially any facial tattoos, yeah. I'm like, dude, you're 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 going long. <laughs> you're really putting all your eggs in this basket. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing. Like I, I have no fucking problem if if you know people want to go go nuts on there. Like it's just, but it's the attitude. Yeah. That's the thing that really drives me nuts. I'm like, this guy is, you know what? I don't even know how old this Justin, guy is. Justin, you finally are on my side. You get it. It's the attitude. The attitude that when he when he cuts that next single, he's going to cure cancer. He's 22 years old. Oh, dude. He's what are you doing? 22. Oh, and Presumably, he's boy. been in this for you know maybe a year or two. So oh, God. When he was 20. Like, we'll say maybe maybe he started doing all this. I, it's just, yeah, it's infuriating. Wow, like, that, that pissed me off. People dance all you want. Yeah. Tell me your kid's an honor roll. That's great. You're a soccer mom. Cool. Yeah. This? Fuck this. It's the attitude that goes along with all those things. You yeah. know, it's like the attitude that like, oh, my kid, he plays soccer and he's fucking awesome. Yeah. And you're like, relax. He's eight. Or my daughter, she's in dance. Look at this picture. I feel like if I look at that picture, I'm going to be on a watch list. Don't send that to me. Because that's also... I mean, I, wa I look at these kids with, like, all this makeup on yeah, yeah. and all this sort of stuff. And look, man, I, I'm not trying to be, you know, Jimmy Dean Shaw here, all right? Close enough. I'm just saying that uh, at some point I'm going to be like, Natalie, if she wanted to do this, I'd be like, I really don't feel comfortable with you wearing that yeah. at this point in your life. Like, that much makeup, sparkles, right. like... The, the the outfits that are kind of revealing and I'm just like I, I mean I don't give a shit be yourself but I'm like for this like for this for dance like we're supposed to be focusing on the dance here right not not the the body like I mean what are we doing here right you know right. like I, I I'm confused and I, I just I don't know man like that, that that kind of just it irks me and the attitude behind it I think is always was, was also irked me because it's it's this thing where it's like you better back off because my daughter's dance and it's like fuck off so is it the is it the attitude of the parents or the attitude of the kids more Both. that okay probably more so the parents because parents are in everything and i can't wait to do that um but you know it, it's you know parents obviously they want to be proud of their kids as you should be you right. know and you want them to to be successful you want them to be confident you want them to do all these sort of things and i feel like that can blind you to everything else because i i mean i grew up you know you know with parents who would be there at every event, uh, videotaping everything. It's like, do we need to videotape everything? Do you have to be at every single thing? Like, is that necessary? Like, I understand you definitely want to be there. You want to be a part of your kids' lives, but do you have to be like, I don't know? It, 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 there's the hey, 
yeah, my kid's going to the playoffs. It's like, it's the unsolicited sort of like, you know, whatever. I don't know. There's something to me that is super powerful about someone going about their lives without yeah. feeling the need to wrap their identity up in their accomplishments. And that is like the thing that I find super impressive because I remember one specific moment where I came home uh, after our uh, one of our conference track meets in, in college and I had done really well and our team had done really well. I saw my dad. He was staying up for, for me to get home, and I was just talking his fucking ear off. I was like, oh, Dad, we did so great. We got second place. You know, we knew we weren't going to get first, and, like, I threw this far, and then this happened. I mean, I was talking to him for, like, 30 minutes, and he just sat there listening, smiling, mm-hmm. chuckling. And then I was like, Whew. and I realized he had just had his conference meet. I was like, so how'd your team do? He goes, oh, we won. We got first. I was like, Jesus Christ, like, why didn't you say something? He goes, I wanted to hear what you had to say. I was like, that was such a cool He's like, yeah, I got a couple of girls that qualified for nationals. And I was just, just proud of what he had accomplished, but it's not something where he has to be like, son, guess what happened to me tonight? He was just like, because, you know, they talk about those athletes that are, they pretend, they like, act like you've been here. You know, act like you've been to the big Super Bowl. Don't okay. act like, whoa. Like, no, act like you know what you're doing. Act as if you know you're, this is no big deal. And, yeah, and but everything. I mean, I feel like that takes the excitement out of it. Like you can't, you can't let yourself get swept up in the moment and have that. I think you can, but you can't. You don't want to let alter your performance. Well, you know no, I mean? of course you don't want to let it alter your yeah. performance. But like, I feel like you're saying like squash excitement and no. act like you're cooler than you are. No, not necessarily because that. that's a whole different attitude that of you course. can get pissed off at. Absolutely, it's like, dude, fuck you. You're not that cool. Get excited for something. Justin, the journey is the goal. Okay, all right, emo Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, but I'm just saying, like, you know. Sometimes people get so caught up in the festivities that they lose focus of what they need to do. Sure. That's what I'm saying when sure. I like, act like you've been here. Not like, cool, we've never been to this event before. Shut it down. Focus. Don't go outside. Yeah. Be in your room and study. No, like obviously take in the moment. Yeah, but I'm saying like you you talking to your dad, like mm-hmm. you you've talking to him for a half hour about yeah. that. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like no. you were super excited. You wanted to share it with someone who you thought would relate to it. Yeah. And that's I, there's not... That's where I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, no. I, well, I'm, what I'm saying, what I found impressive was my dad was just like, "Oh yeah, we won." Yeah, and I was just like, "God damn, man! Like that's so cool." But to him, it, it wasn't like it wasn't a big deal. It was just the way that it didn't consume him in the moment. Okay, to the point where he's like, "Because obviously he was happy." And sure, obviously, sure, sure. This yeah. is probably one of many accomplishments he'd had in his career, but. That was a huge deal to win the conference meet. Yeah. And have his girls, you know, qualify for nationals and stuff. But he was humbled by all of it. Like, he was appreciative of it. Yeah. But he didn't have to be like, dear Facebook, guess what happened to me tonight? I just won the blah, blah, blah. And here are the girls that I'm going to tag that are going to nationals. Like, he just enjoyed the moment, appreciated it, internalized it. I'm sure he he congratulated, you know, the women on his team that were going. Sure. And like. I was just like, wow. Like, it sounds like I'm saying, hey, don't celebrate your accomplishments. That's exactly what it sounds like. That's exactly what it sounds like. It's not what I mean. I'm saying we should absolutely celebrate our accomplishments. You should absolutely do so. Your rules are confusing. I know. But I'm saying, I guess... I feel like we should have read the instructions for your rules. (laughs) Hold on. Let me check the instructions real quick for my rules to make sure that I'm getting this right. I, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, which is why this is fun because I'm trying to figure it out. As yeah, I'm talking absolutely. To you because yeah. I feel very passionately about it, but then also practical. Doug's like, "Whoa, wait a second here. Yeah, this doesn't add up." I don't know. There's something. There's something about 
a humble way you can carry yourself. Like for example, going back to those 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 girls that uh, were like in their sh- their short shorts and their um, you know their sports bras mm-hmm. walking around Disney World. Could they walk around, you know, and they were all dressed the same. Great. Team unity. Is there another way you could do that? Is there another way you could show unity without having to do that? Is there another way um, you can celebrate each other without being so brash? You know what I mean? Without being so uh, in everyone's face. Because that's the stuff that is always, I'm like, look, be who you are. But don't. Were they being like loud and obnoxious? Of course they were because they were, they were teenagers. Well, okay. You know, yeah. and that's inevitable any teenager is going to be like that yeah. not just girls guys are just as bad oh, yeah so absolutely and so that's the thing is it's just like it's it's it was impossible not to notice and i think maybe that's what it is for the like the bumper stickers i can be like whatever i can get i need to get over that okay you know i guess it's for something that i can't ignore because it's so in my face i think that's what's frustrating and see i feel like there's and it's it i don't think it's a definable I don't think it's definable because there are those where you're just like, all right, this shut the fuck up. Like it, it, you're getting, <laughs> this is, this is your way to over the top into it's been an hour. You've been nonstop. <laughs> just shut the fuck up. Like you there's, there is that where it yeah. can get annoying. But I, I also think that if someone is, if there's, if like teenagers get super excited, mm-hmm. I give, I give a lot of leniency to, I try to do the same. I'm like, I remember doing something and being like, Oh my God, we're going to go out and celebrate. Guys, guess what we did? And you get a little goofy and you get a little yeah. slap happy. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but it, there, there is a, and again, I don't think this is a definable moment. You just kind of know when it happens yeah. when they cross over into the obnoxious. And yeah, when you get to that point, but I, I'm fine with like, if they want to run around doing that and celebrating, that's great. Whatever, yeah. like, um, I, I can look the other way. I can let them yeah. do that. It's not going to bother me. Uh, but if they are, if I'm trying to do something and they're impeding me from doing sure. it, then I'm like, all right, now you're in my way. Yeah. But if, if they're just running around and I hear them in the background, sure, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. Again, it's it's that's, a lot that's, about that's my sure. It's yeah. a lot about attitude, and, and you know. And again, I want to stress that I know I've pretty much made this this argument. I'm not saying don't celebrate your victories. Like, absolutely, you should celebrate the good don't things. Don't dance. Don't dance. No music. <laughs> don't make music. No makeup. Art no can, sparkles. You should burn books. <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down. Wear a full body dress. Right. Cover your face. N- your Never dress, come out. The hem needs to be two inches below your knee. <laughs> I just it's it's the thing is it's it's the way that you Robert carry yourself. Shaw, more! Jimmy Dean more. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's just I don't know. It's the way that people carry themselves yeah. and the way the, the attitude and way they, they go about it. And um, it's just I don't know. I, I just I I want to be on people's sides most of the time. Sure. In fact, to the point where it's almost a problem where I'm like I'm probably giving them way too much of the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Um, and, but it makes it hard for me to do that when someone's, when my opinion being obnoxious. Okay. Like I want to root for you. <clears throat> I, I really do. It. Like I want to support this stuff, but when you walk around and there's this attitude that, you know, I'm just, <laughs> I don't know how to like say They're it. curing again, cancer? Again. Yeah. It's like, it, and it's like, great. Do what you want to do. Have fun. Go enjoy it. But at some point, man, chuck it at the door. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah, just yeah. leave it behind and let's all enjoy where we are and what we're doing. Like, I, you don't have to broadcast to the world. Sure. Hey, guess what I just did? That very annoying voice that I was able to conjure. <laughs> and I feel like that's what it is with Facebook. When I see this stuff, it's like, hey, I'm pregnant. Look at me. I just want to be like. We all see you. Hey, this is me from another angle in a different outfit. It's like, okay, 
I got you. I was so happy to be able to say. I forgot <laughs> we had we were we I, we had that was our game for a while and. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, uh, a pregnancy picture came across my feed recently, and I sent I I screenshotted it and sent it. to Justin Doug. used to the, honestly, this would be one of the creepiest things if you didn't understand the game. But Justin used to, to send me pictures of pregnant women that I didn't know and right. that he didn't know. Like no, I knew them. Oh, thank. They're God. all from my Facebook feed. Okay, yeah. So you quote unquote know them? Yeah. Well, I mean, I <laughs> I know them like 150 monkeys know 150. <laughs> I no, yeah, but I mean they're they're all people who I either know well, yeah. uh used to know well or have yeah. or acquaintances with. Um but yeah, they would like when anyone posted a picture of their pregnancy, I would screenshot it and send it to Doug because I knew how much it pissed him off. And he would usually respond respond in kind with a picture of a spider because yes. he knows how much I hate spiders. Yes. And I would try to keep it relatively like similar, like yeah. with the picture that you sent, like <laughs> It was like I think you sent me a woman with like two babies, so I sent a spider with a sack of eggs on it or right. something or like yeah, whatever. Yeah, it was very. I think one of them was actually a spider with a top hat. Yes, it was very fancy. I did yeah. that. He was a top hat and a monocle. Yeah. I think I was like, there you go. There he's not as scary. Right. So there you go. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I know that really. I know that much. Yeah. yeah, and I'm trying to get through it. I don't know. There's. I, I feel like there's there should there could be a little more humility in the world. When we go about stuff, look, I'm not going to disagree there at all. Like I, <laughs> I absolutely, I think there, there, there are those, and there are moments where people definitely we are we are very share happy culture, mm-hmm. and it's it very much is about <clears throat> hey, look what I've done, my own brand, and and look at look at how good I'm doing, yada yada yada. There's, there definitely is that in the world, and social media is has elevated that to an insane, a fever pitch level. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, yeah, I, I think. In moderation or done well, like done, done. I don't know. Again, this is where it's all subjective. Like, it is because like, so like, what's moderation? So for one person, it's this. For another person, yeah. it's it's ten miles past that. Yeah. So because there's stuff that people post, I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Like, congratulations, yeah. that's so great. Like, I'm so happy. Right. And and there's just other things where I'm like, I don't care. Right. And that's just me. It's my thing. And and I never want to take away a win from somebody. Yeah. I never want to diminish someone's win. But like I said, sometime you got to check it at the door. Like you got yeah. you got to be like, "All right, cool. Let's dial this back." Perfect example. Um, I was really I made this video at work. I'm very proud of it, probably too proud of it. And if I could, I would shout out to the world, "Hey, look at this video I made." Right. And I was like it w- we launched it to uh, a part of our company on Friday and I was like so excited. Yeah. And we had our uh, our our team meeting for all of our team. And I was almost to the point where I was like, "Hey guys, uh, we're all in the room. We got two projectors with a great sound system. Do you want to watch do you want to watch the video I made?" Yeah. Keep in mind, I'd shown pretty much everyone in the room individually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like separately but all you this wanted, sort of stuff. But I was you were like looking for that praise. That, I was that like, group ah, praise, yeah. I think we should do this and I was like, "Doug, check that shit at the door." Yeah. 9% of the people in this room have seen it. Relax, right? Like, right. calm down. I know you're because, like, whenever I make something like that, I all I want to do is like share it with people. I absolutely. Like, Look what I did. Look what I did. That's and the. I, that's. I would say. I mean, not. I don't want to give it too much, but I would say seventy thirty. That's why you create something mm-hmm. is to share it and yeah. to have people enjoy it. Obviously, there's a part of it you want to create for yourself and just for the art of cre- the sake of creating. Sure. But I would say seventy thirty. The, the majority being that you want people to enjoy it and you are looking for the praise. But mm-hmm. I don't think people can create for purely a an unselfish reason. I yeah, think of you course. are looking for someone to go, hey, really cool, right? Yeah, yeah. Why do you make music? Why do you make movies? Right. Why do you write a book? Why do you write anything? Why right. do you create anything? It's because you a have an urge to create and b you want to share it. Right. So yeah, you to want it some to degree, you want to you have wanna, some sort of cool yeah. thing. You want people to laugh. Like, right? I was proud of this video. I was even prouder of the bloopers. Like, I just loved. You know, right? 
I had so much fun editing that because I don't really know what I'm doing. So I'm just sort of like stringing stuff together and, you know, it, it looked really cool. And I was like, I would like to show this to everyone, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, fucking relax, dude. Just relax. And I did. And I'm glad that I did because it's like. Yeah. Well, because like, then it's embarrassing because then you you feel, um, I, at least for me, if I get to that point and I, I don't check myself, I'm just like, oh, wait, now I just sound like that. That like you know five year old go hey you want to see something I did <laughs> and then they're just like sure let's show it to me man cool it's really no different than saying hey we should play a board game and no one wants to but I drive it and then we're all kind of playing but the, there's only fifty percent effort on their end because they don't really want to do it but they also don't want to be rude and I can feel it yeah and that's how yeah and you're like <sighs> okay here's your card right and you just don't want to do this got it but I have already committed. So. <laughs> Yeah, but this is going to be fun, guys. We're going to finish. Me. It's going to be fun for me because yeah. it's what I want to do. Exactly. And it's a constant battle. Do you know what is always fun? Oh, what's always Regardless fun? Regardless of who you are, mm. what you're feeling, mm. what time of the day, mm. what time of the month, mm. what time of the year, mm. it's always a good time for a throwdown. Throwdown. <laughs> I want to keep that annoying voice uh, on, on deck at any point in time to be my annoying guy. <laughs> do it when we're doing Throw down! That's perfect. Yeah, right? So, uh, very uh, fitting for what we were talking about today. I thought, and you are going to be, again, uh, the majority decider of who wins okay. this one. But I'm going to put, um, and I don't know if we should do the embodiment of. You right there? Getting some butt tingles. There you go. It's not a thing. I hadn't had them for a while, but now all of a sudden I got them. Uh, keto diet, yeah. It's failing me because I'm failing the keto diet. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I was going to say, you look thinner in your face, though. Uh-uh. All right. So... <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it's the embodiment of these things or if it's the the fans of these things, like the people who do them. Uh, but I want to do Dungeons and Dragons oh boy. versus Magic the Gathering. Ooh. Ooh. So now is it the embodiment of both games? Is Ooh. it a character from each game or is it the people, I say, the nerds who play let's them? Let's do the nerds who All play right. them. Now, I... <laughs> I've seen I've seen Dungeons and Dragons in action. I've only briefly seen Magic the Gathering, but I have watched some videos on it because I'm, I'm terrible at deck building games, okay. which is what Magic the Gathering yeah. is. Yeah, which is like Pokemon essentially, right? Yeah, yeah. and the thing about We're going to Mag- do Magic the Gathering versus Pokemon. No, I kind of like because these are very distinct nerd cultures yeah, yeah, that yeah. are very interesting and yeah. they can get very serious. Okay. Like I was watching a video the other day of Magic the Gathering. I don't know why I was doing it, but this guy was like uh, showcasing someone who was cheating. Okay. Which I was like, okay, the mechanics of this game are really broken if uh, basically you get to manage your own deck and like shuffle your own deck because right. people were doing slide of hand shit. Oh, yeah, They dude. saw where the cards were and they yeah. flip them to the top and because, I don't know if you've ever, are you familiar with this, how it works at all or anything like that? I mean, it's the one where you're building like, you've got, um, you've got like a wizard level whatever and you can like level them up with different cards or is that not? Not necessarily. Like everyone has like... They they're like they're the wizard and they conjure things in front of them to basically okay. do battle and the goal is to take down all the hit points of the opposing. Wizard. Okay, okay. But based on how you build your deck, you're going to get different kinds of cards. Okay. But you can only use certain kinds of cards once you have enough mana or energy. Got it. Okay. So, if you went like you know, there's a card that maybe costs seven points. It could be like a monster hitter and stuff like that, but it may take you five, six rounds to earn enough to summon it. In that meantime, the other person may have shitty low level stuff and they're just like dinging you yeah. the whole time while you're like, I'm gonna be a I'm gonna bring the nuclear bomb. But it's like, yeah, but you won't get it off in time. Right. Well it's like that that tower building game that you and I used to play together. Oh yes. And we would like wait for that like you would have to wait for plus twenty two to use oh, the dragon that, that would take you down. That. 
But in the meantime, like an archer just lobbing those arrows over, starting to take your wall down. Chips yeah. away. Oh, yeah. my God. I forgot we used to play that. It was I so love much that fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the exact same thing. It's yeah. like the strategy behind what you play and when you play it. And what I would see is this, these guys would see where their cards were in their deck and they would do sleight of hand. They would move stuff up in the progression. Right, yeah. So they would be like, bam, 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 bam. And, uh, you know, so people take that stuff very seriously. Dungeons and Dragons, also extremely serious crowd. I, I've read that in some cases, uh, most of the time, it's obviously dudes, but they take it so seriously and they don't like new people especially women, okay. so much that they are willing to create a campaign just to sabotage the new person. Interesting. Which makes no fucking sense right. why you'd want to do that. This isn't like you're showing up to a poker table and you're fucking up the flow because you're doing stuff wrong or you're right. like, Blackjack actually has a flow and if you're screwing up and getting the cards like, hit me! They're like, you shouldn't hit, you idiot! Right. That card should come to me. People get pissed. Yeah, for sure. Whereas with Dungeons & Dragons, like, dude, don't you want someone to play with? Like, right. Come on. It's the whole point, yeah. And they get real serious, so they get they can be extremely obnoxious, but they're also very imaginative. Yes. In in that sort of regard. Um, I would say ooh, see what it comes down to too is like they're both very ticky tack on the rules. Yeah. On who can do what and things like that. They're I, both very imaginative, but I give more of imagination to Dungeons and Dragons. I would absolutely do that. What do you mean ticky tack on the rules? So it means like, um, yeah, so I want to do this. Ooh. You know, you got to roll for that, and uh, you know, technically, you have this uh, piece of armor, which gives you plus one to undead, but it's it also reduces stringent. your dexterity by this. So, therefore, you can't do that. And same thing with, um, you know, obviously, I guess some more ticky tack on strategy for Magic: The Gathering sort of stuff. And Magic: The Gathering is only done one on one. Okay. So that's kind of a singular type of game versus Dungeons and Dragons. You obviously need to have. So I feel people. like the the sheer numbers of people with Dungeons and Dragons, and the fact that you're you have to have a little bit more because you have to build the campaign. There's a dungeon master that has to build out everything, build it, build the world mm-hmm. in his head. So you got to have that imagination. So I feel like really we're like Dungeons and Dragons seems like it has a little a little bit more of an upper hand. It does. Uh, magic, but there's also a huge stigma against Dungeons and Dragons, or at least mm, not sure, as much yeah. as it used to. Um, but very much with uh, Magic the Gathering, they're very much solo players, if you will. Okay. So survival is pretty paramount, which could be good or bad. That could be, yeah. In a sense that, you know, those kinds of players could either just be like, fuck it, I'm out. Don't trust anyone. You know? yeah. or, or, but I feel like with the, with the Dungeons and Dragons, like you're going to be doing campaigns a long time. Like there's a story involved. Your characters yeah. are involved. People are role playing. So they're much more. Uh, they're emotionally invested. Yeah, exactly. And they're much more um, imaginative in that sort of sense. Whereas I look at, uh, you know, Magic the Gathering, almost like a first person shooter. Okay. People are kind of disconnected. They're there to win. They hit the objectives. There is a story behind it, but I don't know how. I don't really know how in depth those people are as, yeah. as far as that stuff goes. So I think I'm leaning towards Dungeons and Dragons for the sake of, you know, if these fans were to enter an arena, um, they would band together. Um, there would be some intense verbal battles oh, between I think, these yeah. people, intense shit talking, and like, yeah. but at the same time, a lot of social awkwardness behind all of it. And uh, but at the end of the day, I, I just feel like the Dungeons and Dragons folks would band together. Yeah. They would they would know because damn it, Justin, they've slog, they've slogged through the marches marshes of chaos. They've gone down into the depths of the hell demon pits and they fought the demon Morgoth together. They've mm. slain them. Yes. They've leveled up their paladins. They are chaotic good. Huzzah. They are lawful neutral. Huzzah. They know exactly what it takes to cast a magic missile to land that critical hit that's going to save them. Huzzah! From the dragon. Huzzah. <laughs> so I feel like Dungeons and Dragons fans would win. D&D 5E! 
for the win! <laughs> also, D&D has been around since 74, whereas Magic the Gathering introduced in, seven, in 93. Interesting. And so mm. you've got you've got a little bit more experience. You've got two decades. Got two decades on, on them, so yes. there's that. Agreed. Gang, thanks for listening. Uh, I would love to know your thoughts on a couple of things. Uh, first of all, tell, uh, reach out to us. Let us know what you think about what's your favorite board game. Yeah. Is there one that you think we should play? Uh, I'm all ears. Please suggest stuff. Also, what, what's your favorite? What's your least favorite? What's broken? What's, what works? That's, that's great. Also, uh, if you... I'm trying to think of a good way to do a contest. Basically, I'd say let's give, let's give away... A uh, a night of playing a board game. We can oh. we can maybe see if we can uh, use the ENC lounge down here. Ooh. We can get a couple people together. Ooh. And uh, if you uh, let's see, what's the best thing we could do here? Um, Tell you what, we'll we'll figure out the details. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out the details. You. We'll get back to you. But yeah, maybe we'll do a board game night with the Mind Gap crew. There you go. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, how do you feel about dances? <laughs> do you think dances are okay? I don't know. Am I out of line? Hey, uh, I can take it. Is Doug a little too reverend shy? Am I am I too butthurt? Am I too butthurt about all this sort of stuff? Uh, let me know. Let me know. I'd love to know. I feel kind of bad about it, but hey, just trying to figure my life out like the rest of you guys. The way you can let us know is on MindGap uh, on Facebook. And let us know who you think would win between Magic yes. the Gathering and D&D. That too, also. You can find us on Facebook. Look for our page there. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at MindGapPodcast. And Justin exists digitally i do instagram and twitter you can find me at justin underscore michael spelled m-i-k-e-l it is the fun way of spelling it while you're in the online realm check us out on itunes on spot on stitcher and on spotify 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 there there it is you can subscribe to us you can review us uh you can let us know uh how we're doing let other people know what to expect when they listen and uh most importantly we want you to share us around if there's something that you you know someone who likes board games mm. and uh, you're like oh dude you, they're gonna take they're gonna get a kick out of this you know someone who hates dancers mm. you know they're gonna get a kick out of this or episode loves dancers. or either way yeah <laughs> send us uh send send a uh, link of the episode their way uh sharing is caring and we we really really like it we really we do, do that um two east eight.com slash mind gap and two east eight.com slash the best bar podcast ever it's the other podcast i do every monday with milo stevanovich and it's about the bar industry and it's pretty cool too mm. it's also recorded here mm. at the enc lounge at elephant and castle at 185 north wabash check them out elephantandcastle.com all their specials are online and they are a hell of a place. They are delightful. Delightful. Uh, I want to thank you all for oh, listening. Oh, do you have anything to recommend real quick? Oh, recommend. Uh, I would actually recommend, uh, uh, I'm late to the game on this, but there's a podcast called Hello from the Magic Tavern. Uh, it's, 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 it's delightful for the folks who appreciate some improvised uh, in episodes in a fantasy realm. Uh, it's very good, uh, really good stuff, very well produced, very funny. Uh, I very much enjoy it. Check that out. Hello from the Magic Tavern. It's very popular, easy to find. It's on Earwolf, NPR, I all like that good it. stuff. Like How about it. you? I am going to recommend uh, and challenge Doug to watch a movie called China Salesman. Or it's oh, also wait, known that's as... that's got Mike Tyson in it, It's also it? known as Deadly Contract. Yes, it's a 2017 Chinese wait, action film. It's known as what now? What are its two titles? It's China Salesman. Also known as Deadly Contract. Same thing. Yep. Uh, Steven Seagal and Mike Tyson co-starred it. And oh boy! It only can be good. The time, the the team up we've always wanted. I mean, this is it's not the team up we need. It's the team up we deserve. <laughs> is it? So that's my recommendation. Okie dokie. Well, we'll get on that. Um, 
Yes. So exciting stuff. Uh, you guys have a splendid week. Uh, remember that we love you forever and always. Just remember. Mind Gap Podcast.